You're listening to Birth Your Online Business, a podcast that will help you birth and expand your business online. I'm your host, Nicole Joy, business mentor, founder of the Online Business School membership, and corporate real estate finance dropout, turned birth doula slash childbirth educator, turned coach for other birth professionals, turned energy healing practitioner, turned business mentor. Yeah, I know. I'm also a mother to three of the most incredible little humans ever. Biased? Yes, of course. I've had three incredibly different and beautiful births, a C-section, a VBAC in the hospital, and then an accidental, unassisted home birth on my bedroom floor. Yeah, I know. I believe that birth is a catalyst for major change in our lives. And I've peeled away layer after layer after layer of conditioning in my life and in my business. The result, massive, rapid expansion beyond what's logical. So join me, let's unschool and rebirth your business. You know that content hamster wheel that it feels like you are, as a business owner, constantly and consistently supposed to be creating content, writing Instagram posts, writing blog posts, making Instagram reels or other videos, going on IG stories. It kind of feels pressury for a lot of us. And I say us because I have felt that too. Um, Even though I'm a super structured design person, like I really thrive off of plan and strategy and structure. Content is one of those areas that I, this might surprise some of you, I don't batch my content. And I've tried in the past and it felt like I was pushing a wheelbarrow of bricks uphill. It just did not work for me. I admire people that it works for. For me, it just doesn't. And I had to come to terms with and peace with, and then actually appreciate the fact that my content is very real time. Everything, almost everything I post on social media is stuff that I'm doing right then or thinking at that moment or within a day or so, with the exception of the podcast, because my podcast editor would like usually about a week to turn it around. So it's usually about a week prior to you hearing the podcast. Now, what I hope to share with you today is an easy content creation tip for business owners. So yeah, it's one of my zones of genius. Actually, I'm going to claim it. One of my zones of genius is creating efficiencies in our processes and making things a little bit easier and just getting them done, moving forward, doing the thing, doing it imperfectly and doing it efficiently. Now, when it comes to content, one of those things is I like to turn my clients' questions into content. Okay. So, and you can do this. And this is, I'm sharing this for a couple of reasons. One, because I've had a couple client questions come up this week that I think would be really helpful content for my audience, but also because I want to show you and teach you how to do stuff like this, right? So I've been doing this for years, actually. And it was very much how my original Digital Doula's Content Toolkit came about. I started to create a content gold list of questions that people were asking. I opened a Facebook group for pregnant folks, and it was called Empowered Moms. And it really took on a life of its own at a certain point. And there were questions just all the time. People were posting and posting. And even before that, when I was watching other people's pregnancy groups, 
I would just kind of look at what kind of questions people were asking because the pregnant people of the world were the potential clients of our industry. And I was just kind of watching the questions that came up over and over and over again and keeping a list of what that would look like in terms of a piece of content, right? So for example, if somebody were to ask over and over and over again, something about what, you know, average weight gain during the first trimester that could become a blog post or an Instagram series or whatever, right. That's centered, not saying like, yeah, the way I would probably center it. And you can play with topics and how you present the titles and such would be something like what's normal for weight gain during your first trimester, something like that. Right. And so That's how I started to build up that 365 days of content ideas and prompts list. So in my original Digital Doula's content toolkit, I had a list, an Excel spreadsheet that had 365 prompts, all related to pregnancy, birth, postpartum, breastfeeding, pretty much that whole first year of journey to becoming a parent. And so I continued to do that in my business now. So for example, this week, I told you I had two questions that came in and I want to share with you how I how I turned that into content. So one of the questions came from a client of mine who's in a small group coaching container. And as part of her, her package, she gets to come to all of my courses. It's the way I structure my business right now. And so she's like, okay, I see I'm getting invitations for seven-figure strategy, but didn't we just do seven figures? And I explained it to her, the difference between seven-figure keys and seven-figure strategy. But now I'm going to explain it to you because if she's this close to me and she's on all of my emails, she gets all of my notifications, we're talking at least several times a week. And if she's a little bit confused about what's the difference, then I would imagine that there may be other people hanging out in my community. They're a little bit confused. And so I turn that into content. Now, when a lot of questions come in at once, it becomes frequently asked questions, right? And I add them to the FAQ section of various pages of my website. Now for this, I want to share with you because you might be thinking too, like, what is the difference? She was talking seven figures, seven figures, seven figures. So last month in September, we did seven figure keys. Seven figure keys was a one week program. It ended up being five parts. Yes, that's correct. Five parts. And it was more of the feminine energy discussion about the journey to seven figures. So we were talking the principles, the guiding principles that we're following on our journey to seven figures. Again, it was the feminine energy side. It was the being and how we're going to be on the journey. It also kind of felt like a key that's unlocking the door to a seven-figure business. And then the difference between that and seven-figure strategy, seven-figure strategy is a course that I'm teaching that's happening right now, actually. And it's a comprehensive 10-week course that's on the how. It's the logistics of how we're going to get to seven figures. So we're building together because as you know, I haven't yet built a seven-figure business. It's happening. And so in this strategy, we are building our custom strategies together. So there's 10 instructional modules that I'm teaching live where you're learning about online business options. For example, our first class was on program creation. So as of the time you hear this, I will have just wrapped the first three classes. Our first class was on creating programs. So small group programs or large group type membership style programs and building your custom program to suit you and your design. 
right? So I presented options of how you could custom build this piece of the structure of your business should you choose to have a small group program of some sort or a large program, right? Module two, we did course creation. So we went deeper into how to build a digital course, your first digital course, because almost everybody I've met that's built a digital course and thought like, this is gonna be the course. It ended up just being their first course. So yes, you have more than one course in you. And the point of module two is to guide you through building all of your courses. You start with one and then you have access to the program forever. You can come back and rewatch. But we went into how to structure your ideal course. We're not all going to be building the same. We're not all built the same. So again, I present options on different ways you can do this to make it more efficient, more correct for you, right? Module three, we talked pricing. So we got into how to price your course. Pricing can be such a mind screw. And I've been in this online business game for five years and it still can be a little tricky, right? Especially I find Voxer like the trickiest thing to price. So I took folks through an entire module, helping them price their offers, right? So this was just modules one, two, and three. And it was effectively me presenting options on how to do these things of what I've learned over the past five years of being in online business and helping you build your custom things. So picking and choosing the pieces you want to test out for yourself. This is what the seven-figure strategy is all about, is building it your way. I don't believe that we get to a seven-figure business by duplicating someone else's structure. I think that that could build us a six-figure business. But I think that if we want to push out of the limits and push beyond what we thought was possible with our brains and move into the potential and the highest possibility and a seven-figure business, then I think we have to do it our way. Otherwise, I don't think we'll last. I don't think we would go past the five-year mark. They say most small businesses close within five years. I don't think we'd make it past five years if we had to do it someone else's way because it's exhausting to be someone else. It's exhausting to run a business the way someone else runs their business. We're not supposed to do it that way. So the point of this 10-module course, which like I said, we're, we've only done three modules so far. We still have... I mean, it's only been one week. It's a 10-week program. So there's nine more weeks of modules and two Q&As. You also have access to the peer support community where we're posting and talking, asking questions. All the replays are there. So it gives you an opportunity to have my support during this experience. And again, the whole point is to teach you how to refine, choose the options that feel right to you and refine your structure to where it gets to feel like smooth sailing. That's what I think and what I truly believe to my core more than think. I know it in my core that that's the kind of structure. You might not get it perfect the first time, but there's no such thing, right? But it's testing all of these different options that feel right until you get to the one that feels like, aha, that's it. And I believe that's where we move into your seven-figure business strategy. And if seven figures doesn't sound exciting to you, fill in a different number, do something different, whatever your dreamy business is. But I'll tell you with, with the inflation rates, the way they are, seven figures today isn't what seven figures was when we opened businesses depending on how long you've been around, right? I mean, I've been tinkering in entrepreneurship for much longer than five years. It's just five years that I've officially been in the online business game. Okay, so that's the difference. 
between seven-figure keys and seven-figure strategy. Now, there's a link in the show notes if you want to check out seven-figure strategy, but also know that if you join seven-figure strategy, you get access to the keys as well. So the way that I did it is I taught the keys first and it was $77. And then for folks who wanted to move into strategy, they'd get a $77 credit when they move into the comprehensive strategy program, right? So if you jump directly into strategy, you get access to both. Okay, let's talk, let's let's run through another example. So I was on a client call and one of my clients was talking about how the old models of teaching the same thing over and over and sticking with the same kind of material and feeling this pressure to niche might feel boring. And she was worried that she would get bored or feel this pressure to just stay in the box and speak to one type of person or one group of people. So it was such a great question, right? And how now I'm going to show you how I turn that into content for you, for everybody who's listening publicly too. Now her custom private answer was a little bit different, but when I turn this into, you know, um, content for my audience, here's what I'll share with you. If you feel like you're worried about getting bored, then that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing because your business isn't meant to be boxed in. You're not meant to be boxed in. You've heard me say this for a very long time, if you've been listening to me, but you get to still create structure in your business that supports you if that's what you desire. And I'm going to walk you through an example. So I'm testing this thing this year. I very much felt like that towards the end of last year. I felt like, okay, I enjoy talking business, but I don't want to talk business only. I have so much more that I want to teach and guide and offer that may not necessarily be directly tied to business structure. And so when I was planning my year starting right now, starting in the fall, so I looked at my year and I kind of separated it out by season. And I decided that for the fall, I'm talking business. Refer back to our last conversation on strategy. So right now I'm teaching business. I don't anticipate specifically teaching a course about business again until at the earliest next fall, unless something changes. And then I'm, I'm teaching a winter course a spring course and a summer course, and they're not necessarily going to be on business. And so the way that I've structured this to serve me so that I don't get bored and that I don't feel the pressure to just teach the same thing over and over again. And it gives me some creative freedom. I've really been leaning into my creativity lately. And Hey, we're all creatives. We're all creators. You are creative. And one of my mediums is my work. And it would be really limiting if the only thing I did was do business. To me, that feels like I'm in a cubicle again. And I don't like that feeling. So to give myself this creative freedom in my business, I separated out my year by seasons. And then I also, to make it really fun for my community, my clients, I created a class pass for them. So, and it was inspired by... I used to take class pass. I had a class pass. If you've ever heard of it, it's like a workout pass and you can pay for the month. Or I think they even might have an annual membership. I don't remember, but you get to come to all these classes. You get to come to lots of classes, exercise classes all over the city. I did it in Chicago. I don't really do it in Tampa because you could drive like 45 minutes from class to class. In Chicago, they're like everywhere. And it was a really cool way for me to try lots of things. So in terms of my business, I was like, how fun would it be to have a class pass for people who know, they know that I'm their person. They know that I'm one of the people in their corner that's going to be providing some type of guidance, mentorship, teaching, coaching, and they know they want to 
learn from me for an entire year instead of purchasing each semester effectively or season for 777 so i price each season the same seven figure strategy was 777 the winter program is going to be 777 spring and summer so the total cost came out to a little over $3000 so they bought each separately and i thought well there's going to be people who want the whole year and it would be super fun to offer them a class pass so there is a class pass available for 2222 for the entire year and then you get to come to all of my classes And you get to be in a Facebook community where you can ask questions throughout the year related to any of the classes we're we're going through. And I'll support you in that ClassPass community. It's a peer support community that I'm moderating, right? And in terms of monthly payments, it was just super fun. It made sense. It was really... I created accessibility. This is one of the ways I was able to create some accessibility because I think the monthly payment is like 125 a month. I'll have to confirm because I forget. But it was a way for me to create accessibility to my programs for people who are like, yes, you're my person. Yes. I want to be with you for the year. And I want to take all of the courses, the ones that I'm committing to. And then anything else that comes up, I take that back. The monthly payment is 186, not 120. It's 186. So for 186 a month, people can cut, you can come to all of my classes. And then I created not to confuse you, but again, to just bring some clarity, I created another level. And I thought, well, Some of this content that I'm going to be teaching is pretty deep. So there's people who will only be able to come to the classes. And let's say they can just swing the 186 a month right now, which is fine. Perfectly fine. No judge. This is a no judge zone. And then there's people who they're like, well, I want the classes, but I also want some deeper level of support. So I created another level of a pass. It's a VIP, which is vibrational integration pass. So not very important person, vibrational integration pass, and that will get you all the classes plus small group coaching calls, mentorship slash coaching. So it'd be small group calls twice a month that we go deeper in the content that we're learning and apply it to your life, to your business, to your experience as a person on earth. So... I hope this was super helpful and gave you some ideas on how, number one, on how you can create content a little bit easier, make it a little easier for yourself. And two, have a better picture of the different things that the different ways that you can work with me right now in the fall or for the year and the difference between some of my programs. And then of course, the one thing I didn't mention was private. I do have a private support option. And if you're ever kind of confused and you don't understand, or you have questions or you're like, wait, what did, what's going on here? My inbox is open. My DMs are open and you're welcome to reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how these podcast episodes are landing for you. Or if something is confusing, or if you have a question as a side note, I'm a projector. I respond to invitations. So sometimes your questions are invitations for me to teach something, to talk about something, to to answer something, to offer something. So your feedback, your questions help me. And I would be more than happy to hear what you have to say. Have a beautiful week, my friend, and I will see you on the gram.
Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week.